Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 160, episode 2 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production yeah. of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and say oh. it. Bring uh, it back. Yeah, got to bring it hide, back. You can't hide, Charles. You can't, can't hide. Yeah. That, that's not that's not acceptable for Charles to just come in and be like, yeah, sorry about that. I really he, fucked up, I guess. He really um, urkled that shit like, did, <laughs> did I, I do that? <laughs> like, yo, fuck out of here, Charles Coke. It's fucking on, bro, when I see yeah. he's ugly. For people who didn't know, he had a interview last week, and I think he has like a memoir coming out where he's like yeah i shouldn't have made it so uh contentious there boy did we screw up i'm pretty yeah. sure it was the line they extracted from that thing boy did we screw up. okay, okay. uh-huh oh boy howdy uh, anyways it is tuesday november 17th 2020 64 days until january 20th my name is jack o'brien aka Miles was working at Condé Nast, saving his hot takes for someday. Anna Hosnier left a note on the door. It said, funniest dude in the country. You, yeah, you should meet this guy. His name is Jack. You ought to know Brian. Uh, that is courtesy of Snarls Barkley. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Look at this ballot, Jack, filled <laughs> out with a sharpie, it's intact. How did my eyes get so red? Oh, that's right, I smoked a blunt in bed. <laughs> this is where I screwed up, got distracted when I ripped this bong. Now I don't know how to end this song. <laughs> okay, thank you <laughs> to Hannah Soltis for that yeah. wonderful photograph, Nickelback, a.k.a. Keep them coming, Hannah. Thank you. Yeah, and shout out to Hannah Soltis that uh, Hannah was responsible for the four non-blondes. Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, A-C-K. Um, oh, Brian. We, we nearly lost our guest that day. <laughs> with our singing yeah they <laughs> almost bounced on us yeah i was like please 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 please, please. We'll, stop, stop talking. we'll talk regularly we'll talk regularly what on your normal journalism podcast people don't sing horribly offensively as, as they introduce you how uh, far are we fallen <laughs> well we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious, the talented Yodoye Travis. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Yodoye, aka young dude who watches too much anime, aka uh, old dude who watches too much anime, depending who you talk to. Uh, what's up, oh, y'all? Depending who you talk to, right? How you doing? <laughs> oh man, no, not much. You know, just how's how's New York? How's how's what's new over there? Oh, it's all right. I just got back. Um, so I've, from? I've been at I've been at my apartment mostly. Okay, where, where, what do you mean? You just got back from? I was in uh, from I was New York. In, you mean the streets of New York? Or you... Yeah, I was in I was on the streets of New York. Just I was got just back you know just got just got back home. Uh, no, I was in uh, I was in Butte, Montana, of all places. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, okay. What were you doing in Montana? A, I was in biker Montana. Rally? I was uh yeah I was going to just hanging out with some of my biker friends. Um, <laughs> just in the like. I, it was kind of a lot of us just kind of, you know, packed into a parking lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, shaking Wait, hands, hugging, yeah. hugging, kissing, you know, mm -hmm. typical kissing biker shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I was uh, I was I was shooting a movie. A, oh, a shit. Film. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. What was that like on set? Because I know, I mean, I, having friends and family in production, it's it seems like a lot more going, yeah. you know, a lot more work, especially for crew. Yeah, it's um, I've been. I've been tested four times in the past week, I think. Wow. Uh, just make sure I'm not sick. And there was a period where I was not allowed to leave my room. And uh, and also the hotel might have been haunted. So that, I think that was unrelated to... I think that would have been the case. That would have been the case Damn. regardless of, uh, right. of COVID. But, you know, it was... 
just a little I mean, it's extra. basically the premise of The Shining. It's just that instead of a blizzard keeping you uh, inside the hotel, it is the coronavirus pandemic. But you it still can't go outside. Coronavirus pandemic and an, yeah, also yeah. a lot of racist people. Hold in, on, hold uh, on, Jack. We got a, we got a script going there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is put a pin in that one? Were you uh, able to feel the local racism in Butte? It was weird because I. I feel like um, because of COVID, Asian people are getting it harder than black people right now. And right. so there was an Asian dude on cast who definitely felt it. Jesus. I felt like people were being too nice to me. Like, <laughs> I weird, uh, weird how that pendulum swings. <laughs> yeah, like two people asked me for money on the street. And then I went back and t- talked to the rest of the cast. I was like, people asking you for money? And all of them were like, no. Nobody's asked huh. any of us. I was like, oh. <laughs> It's like this weird like, thing where they feel like oh, they have to ask me because they're like, oh, he's not like guaranteed to be poor anymore. It's not that. It's not like that. <laughs> right. Oh, interesting. Black people the have context. money. Black people it's have like, money. You're a rich person in my yeah. mind. I'm not racist. Yeah. Also, one of them was Australian, which was very weird to me. Like, so they were uh, begging on the street and they were Australian. It was a whole Australian man with blonde dreadlocks. I was just going to ask if he had dreadlocks. <laughs> yes, he absolutely did. He was exactly the type of person you think he was. Uh, and it just made me feel sad. I was like, you gave up health insurance and live in a mining town? In, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a, a place where your dreads aren't going to fly all the time. You know, yeah. like, you might be safer in Australia with those dreads. Yeah. It's got to be yeah. a rough climate to be uh, unhoused in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably pretty bad. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. It was just. Like, it was just a very. It was a very weird place. There was also. A, there was also one bar that everybody told me very specifically not to go into because nobody was wearing a mask. And I walked outside one day, and there was just a one dude standing outside in this haunted ass town, two teeth <laughs> in his mouth, and he looked at me, and I looked back at him, and he goes, "Hey man, you okay?" I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm then sorry? he dis- <laughs> and then he points to the he points to the bar that everybody told me to not go into and he just goes, "You ever been in here before?" And I was like, "No." And I don't plan to. Wow. And I kept moving. Yeah. All right, think uh, about it. Think about it. <laughs> I'm just All right, saying. sir, I will. I'll think about brushing yeah. my teeth as soon as I get back. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a weird place. Yeah. That's about what I would have expected. How's the weather in New you. York? Is it, uh, is it? Are you guys still in shorts? Because we had people dunking on us from Brooklyn, being like, "Oh man, it's it's fantastic." Balmy. You know what? Yeah. It's not bad. It's um, I, I especially coming from like nineteen degree weather is is a sure, good time. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, you must be like you're in a tank top now. And, like, oh yeah, a reflective panel in a sun chair. Oh yeah, I'm out shirt off, sitting on the roof, just uh. <laughs> Tanning, but at, like as a bit, right, right, right yeah. <laughs> like it's not, like, like it's not, it's not doing anything. It's just, yeah, <laughs> just to fuck with the Google Earth photographer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, tell the people what we're listening to, and then we'll get to know you a little bit better in a moment. There is another uh, new vaccine trial that was made public, and that one is ninety four point five effective. The last one that we were all impressed with was 90 so the wow they're they're nailing these vax recipes Uh, right look at that chef who are they who are they testing who are they testing on uh i think americans actually i think oh yeah uh, yeah yeah white americans i hope (laughs) i think think anybody who was willing to i think yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. okay just very nervous always very nervous you know yeah no yeah the i'm sure for all the talk of like the vaccines now we'll, we'll see how racist is it is when they talk the about deployment. who they need to get the vaccines yeah. to first yeah oh, yeah who needs it first the people who can afford to stay inside and not do anything or yeah. the people who are actually out there day to day doing essential work that is vital to our yeah. you know lives moving mm-hmm. has anybody talked about that yet like in contagion the what what is turning out to be a uh, documentary. The way they did it was like by social security number, I think, or something. Oh, like the draft. Oh, do they start? Yeah. Oh, do they start from one? 
Yeah, yeah, they started from one. Uh, the person oh, no. who has social security number is one. Uh, got yeah, it dust first. off the Brian McKnight memes again, if that really is the way they do it. Because I'd be like, how they're giving it the vaccine with social security numbers. One. <laughs> oh. two, two. Like, God, oh, I thought you were talking about it. the other Brian McKnight song where he goes, let me show you how your pussy works. Right. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Dr. <laughs> McKnight. Um, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about, we're, we're beyond contact tracing, so all we can do right now is kind of speculate as to how people are catching coronavirus, because uh, it's kind of going out of control. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the weekend that Trump and his supporters had. Uh, we'll talk about how lockdown is affecting our memories. We'll check in with Ellen. We'll check in with a fight club. Uh, might even check in with Parlor if we have the time. All of every that corner. and plenty more. Uh, but first, Yadoye, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Okay, so I was in Montana for the past week, and the last two things on my search history are, one, the count from Sesame Street, and two, liquor store near me. <laughs> I, I see how those two a couple seconds of each other <laughs> why why the count you know what i don't remember oh you know what it was it was uh it was when they were uh talking about stopping the count uh, for the election stop the and count. i yeah, yeah, yeah and i and i and i uh quote tweeted somebody with a picture of the count and said bitch ain't stopping shit yeah <laughs> ah, i think ah, i liked that tweet ah, actually ah, 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 that ah, laugh ah, really ah, is ah, like ah. The best way to dunk on somebody, too. Oh, yeah. It's so fake. And, like, it's like, it's, I've never uh, heard uh, fuck uh, you uh. be more elegant. Fuck. Two, three. Um, 14,000 votes <laughs> Trump is losing by. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Wait for the recount. Wait for the recount. That's all I got to say. Wait for the recount. It's going to be 13,999. <laughs> That's right. What is something you think is overrated? Overrated? I'm going to say uh, state socialism. Uh, socialism by governments doesn't, is a thing that doesn't really work. You can start at the ground floor, you know, grassroots things. People right. talk about the DSA. Do, I do not trust them, really, you know? You get some, <laughs> it's very useful things that they, can, uh, that they have the power to pass if they were to come into power, but that's not the type of socialism that we need in the long Oh, you're term. saying just because the, the, numerically there's not enough there to actually affect things versus I, I, but like on a community level like more through like mutual aid networks and things like that yes. that we're able to have more yeah, substantive saying, ways to to help each other exactly i'm saying governments are uh not the way to bring about socialism necessarily people need to be thinking about what goes on in their workplace which is also a dictatorship right you know, right that's how billionaires don't, get don't, made don't talk spicy to that person <laughs> hey, well, fuck that, that dude this is true Look, that dude, he makes a billion dollars and you got, <laughs> and and they have a food drive for their own employees. Right, right, right. right. That yeah. Dude. Come on. Yeah. You do identify as a socialist on yes. your Twitter bio. So like yes. you, you're just s skeptical of waiting skeptical. around for it to come top skeptical down. Skeptical of, uh, you know, just, they're not going to let you vote in socialism. Right. They're not, right. they're not gonna do it. That's a good way to put They've it. They've put in yeah. a lot of energy into uh into violently suppressing socialist governments. So why are they gonna let it happen here? You know? You right, right, right. Yo. I am reading uh the the book about the Bush family, the family of secrets. Uh oh, yeah. Chapo was talking about that on their on their podcast, and that really puts the whole how violent they're willing to be in suppressing anything that isn't white supremacy and conservative politics. They they're yeah. they they'll kill you. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. get away with it too. They will well, it's about death. It's not like energetically it's not about growth. It's about death. Like yeah. cuz you're you're saying we're fixed now here and yeah. fuck anything else. So that means anything that's trying to get me to expand, I'm fucking destroying. Because I'm yeah, going yeah. to stay fixed in this position. I will not experience growth. The energy that I put out is to fuck people up who are trying to create growth. Right. That's really just all it boils they've down got to. The power people are like, this is life. Change right. is yeah. life. You know what yeah. I mean? Good yeah. or bad, shit evolving, that's fucking life. Conservatives, yeah. 
Not about that. They're about fucking stagnating and just holding on to this fucking thing till it just kills everybody. Conserving the existing order, which they happen to uh, be at the top of and Mm -hmm. control. Mm -hmm. Uh, Funny how that works. Uh, What is something you think is underrated? Oh, uh, making out without having sex. (laughs) Ooh. Sometimes you just got to kiss. Sometimes you just got to get a little kiss in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, hugging and kissing, man! I remember that. Hugging and kissing, (laughs) kissing and hugging, yo. Kissing, hugging, and hugging, kissing, and kissing, kissing, and and hugging. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's something about like when I like when I was single. Like I don't know, like when you make out. And your single is different. It hits different. Oh, and yeah. I, you know, no shot at my partner, uh, her match. We talk about this all the time. She's like, is it the same? Or it's like you almost like when you first start dating someone, you make out wild even, even before you have sex because it's like, well, we're not having sex because we're making out. And right. This yeah. is like what it's like, all the energies and the kissing and the yeah. hugging. You know what I'm about. Hugging and kissing. Exactly. Kissing and hugging. <laughs> <laughs> we just hugging and kissing and kissing and hugging. You got to, like, is, is there something about uh, kissing specifically that was resonant that you were feeling? Like, what happened? Did something occur to you? Did you have a nice encounter? I don't know, man. Just I was thinking just like, sometimes, I, you know, you, sometimes you just end up in a position where you're just like, I don't necessarily want to have sex right now, but, you know, I like you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. trying to kiss on you. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know. Sometimes, sometimes it sucks it's just so, like then, that. But people then, people don't, can't kiss good or kiss <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Or, like, you have to oh, reconcile yeah. styles. Like, some people do, like, the little turtle tongue or it's like, Oh yeah, I don't like that. You're not really making it. It's just like peeking out. It's like look like a turtle eating an apple slice, and you're like, nah, 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 yeah. I need it. We need that sloppy yappy. <laughs> passion out. Wow, we're learning things about yo. Miles' style. Oh yeah, listen to but, me on 420 Day Fiance. That's so wild, though. If you, if they give you the, the little turtle kiss, to think the rest is gonna be better. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Right. If, right. if at that it's point like, it's not good, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you know what? Let me just let me just uh, call an Uber right now. It, Get out of my house." <laughs> there was uh, somebody. It's, it's who fully went their to, house. <laughs> right. There's somebody who went to a different high school than me, and I'm not gonna give any details, but they had they were a turtle kisser, and somebody oh, yeah. knew like, "Yo, they kiss like a turtle," and you know you're 16, so everybody's wild toxic. And then yeah. uh, one of their friends was like, "No, nah, like they have like that." Thing under their tongue is like oh. attached too far ahead of their from like the front of their tongue yeah so oh. it doesn't allow is for that them what that's called yeah whatever oh, you want to no. call it the thing yeah. that's making you look like a loser in high school is what we <laughs> called it um but yeah that and then they got the a procedure to correct it and then they were out here fucking like lizard face just like oh, <laughs> they got the pride rock tongue now <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like so. It was a nice, it was a nice comeback. You love to see it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, oh, man, that's a glow. Up. That's they had a glow. Up before the I one. I was, yeah. yeah, I love to see it. That was a uh, <laughs> when when my uh, two year old was born. The there was a okay, doctor Brad. who came through. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no big deal. I got kids. Uh, one of the few people who's able to pull that off. Uh, but the doctor came through the delivery room and gave us like this really dark speech about why we should have our sons like fremulum like clipped about like how like kids are so cruel and like their kid had like a fremulum that was too connected and then they spoke with a speech impediment and it was just like yo this oh, is wow this oh. is um textured and yeah. dark yeah. Hey, yeah. I want to give. I want to set this parental boat off on the right foot and just give you a bunch of things to be in your head about. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just make sure at a young age that your son can kiss good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. kiss the- That's what she also mentioned. That. Yeah. And doesn't have a speech impediment. I'm like, what four year old speaks clearly? You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like, you'll the whole time be like, oh fuck, we had the fr- frenulum cut, and they're still talking like, I, you know, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I don't. I haven't been around enough kids to remember how kids talk, but yes. Kids that. are cruel. Scary. What she said. That's what it is. Uh, so fremulum. Well, R's or W's. Frenulum is apparently any uh, small fold of tissue that secures the motion of a mobile organ. So the one under the tongue, I guess, technically what is, is one of many. You got one in your brain. You got one in your digestive tract. Uh, okay. Your oral tissue is the mouth okay. one. Uh, penile tissue and vulvular tissue, all okay. fremulums. Vulvular. 
burn yeah yeah so hey i can't kiss because my friend you love uh all right let's take a quick break let's take a quick break we'll be right back And we're back, and uh, yeah, not a whole lot other than uh, on the vaccine front, other than to say that's great. Uh, it's Moderna is the uh, company, yeah. and they expect to be able to get about twenty million out this year. So that's super dope. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we find but who a, gets it. Yeah, hopefully we it? find a fair way to distribute. Um, I wish there was a way for you to like defer yours to give it to like a f- essential worker. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I feel like they're. I God, you just hope that that's you know the if, if this administration. You know, I mean, if you acknowledge the Biden administration, because uh, I don't watch right. fake Fox News, because uh, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm here to stop the steal. But if they come into power, and which looks like it will happen, if they are going to have humane policies like. Or it's just going to be like, or we'll do it so like rich people can front like their essential workers and they can get it real quick. Mm-hmm. Like there's a yeah. way to game it because there's always a way to game it. And that's what I'm really concerned because I would want nothing more. I would feel very fucked up and guilty knowing I was having access to this shit and knowing I have the privilege to just scream in my bedroom all day for work. Yeah. Just thinking about the, you compared it to the draft, thinking about the fact that college students were able to defer, like you couldn't, hopefully you couldn't get away with that shit now. Right now that like we've kind of uncovered the fact that college is just like a training ground for like class yeah. classism. Hopefully mm-hmm. they're not like, well, uh, we're going to give it to college students first. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah Cause I know Fauci has been like, they say high risk. A high risk population will get it first, and yeah. I'm sure that's like with people with like comorbidities, like when they mean like physically, like if you got it, you fucked around, and you cannot find out what it'll do to you. So yes, right, give them the elderly the people with asthma, right. Yeah. right? And then you'd hope after that, it's like okay, do, and then now if you have to go to like you're working alongside people and you're at a higher risk because of the nature of your work, right? Please give that to those people. Uh, yeah. But just by definition, you, you could just safely say it's black and brown people. Uh, just looking yeah. at the data that you would want to emphasize uh, where this is going, aside from the elderly. But we look at the death, the deaths and the hospitalizations yeah. is disproportionately hitting black and brown mm-hmm. people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, in Chicago, right. it's something wild. Like one in three uh, Latinx people, the infection rate is like one in three, like 30%. Jesus. It's really, it's really... the same in Georgia, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like it, every city yeah. has their like, version. But like when you look at shit like that, you're like, how can you... Like, how can any, well, I know how administrations can continue to ignore this shit because it costs money and it Mm -hmm. eats into people's, you know, yacht money. But you'd hope, fuck, like, look at that and say, this is a very easy thing. The problem presented itself to us and now we can go directly at it and handle it. Yeah. Yeah. They always have just enough evidence to uh, convince themselves that it's not a race thing. They always have just enough you know right and in this case it is also you know a poverty thing but that tends mm-hmm. to skew heavily black and brown yeah. uh okay but 94.5 so, that's good efficacy man yeah that's Surprise. really good i mean 90 we were shocked and 90 because fda is like 50 right they were being like okay you, you gotta hit at least 50 yeah to or whenever those right and now they're like something that we'd be willing to distribute <laughs> yeah yeah because I mean, the we'll still do flu flu shots in years when it's like I think they've been as low as twenty percent, um, right? So, man, I was just listening to like people who, you know, I respect who have politics that like are not, you know, they're not like uh, right wing anti vaxxers, but they were like, yeah, I never get flu shots. I would never, I would never get flu shots, and yeah, I, that's hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's a precious like mindset. Yeah. Big difference between uh, never get and would never get. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah <laughs> it's exactly. like, I just haven't had insurance for a while. I'm just lazy. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. your problem? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about how COVID is currently spreading. Now, you know, we're still ahead of uh, mass distribution of any vaccines, and the numbers are the worst they've ever been. And we're seeing that it's worse in rural counties now than it is in cities, despite the fact that 
you know, in its natural state, the, the disease would spread more in cities because there's just more contact between people and more environments where you would be transmitting, transmitting the disease from one person to the other. But right now it is raging out of control in places like South Dakota, Montana, uh, yep. you know, so I don't know. Uh, this Time magazine, I've always said Time is currently a garbage publication. Oh, God, uh, yeah. And they wrote this article that treated it as a mystery that Trump got the most support in counties where the virus is the worst. Yeah. As, the, uh-huh. <laughs> as the, they're like, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, they're, they're just... Uh, voters said that coronavirus was the most important factor in choosing who they voted for. And then the fact that Trump voters like were in counties that were where it was the worst, um, it's obviously because Trump has told them not to wear masks. And so yeah. it's the yeah. causal direction is not that they live in counties where the disease is bad and are therefore Trump supporters. It's that they are Trump supporters and the culture in those counties is such that uh, it's seen as shameful to wear a mask uh, oh, yeah. or like yeah. behave as though the disease is dangerous. Yeah, You're not going to come over and kick it raw with the homies? <laughs> okay, I see you. Oh, wow. You Okay, you're going to cover up. Yo. Okay, what are you, a sailor? Yo. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it's it's... It's just again. It's all about just like feeling of not wanting to be in touch with your own mortality. I mean, that's like yeah. some of the yeah. You know, it just turns out uh, in counties where people love to sin, people also like like the devil a lot. People love the devil. <laughs> yeah, in these high sin counties. <laughs> right, right. There was a nurse in South Dakota who was talking about how like multiple of her patients. It's not just like one off, but like many of her patients in South Dakota. Uh, who died of COVID insists that COVID isn't real, like with their dying breaths. You want me to play that clip? Yeah, I, yeah, I let, yeah. She's right. she was actually on CNN. Here she is. Yeah, I think the hardest thing to watch is that people are still looking for something else, and they want a magic answer, and they don't want to believe that COVID is real. And the reason I tweeted what I did is it wasn't one particular patient. It's just a culmination of so many people. And their last dying words are, um, this can't be happening, it's not real. And when they should be spending time FaceTiming their families, they're filled with anger and hatred. Wow. That's fucking dark. Uh, Yeah. You know, on some level, you think, like, at a certain point, like, wow, like, this could be happening. But when you full, like, to that point where you are completely in denial about what has happened to you, that sounds fucking fucking awful but fuck yeah Yeah. this can't be happening it's not real it's like you're in this icu and yeah we're telling you and i oh man but yeah that being the mortality can fucking just shake people to their core and i think if it's not you know i think it's i don't know somewhat cultural too like your how death is treated in your culture like if it's something that's like oh my god it's the worst thing that could ever happen i never wanted to happen to anyone i know like that can definitely you're setting yourself up to have a lot to to push back against too. Other times, if death is very normal or like the process of it is seen as like part of the pattern of how you live and move and how life moves, then it it, it may be a little bit different. But I mean, regardless of you know what their beliefs are that got them to that point, just the idea to be so hopeless and helpless, um, yeah. and like be have your physical body expiring and you're in total state of disbelief. But it sounds like shit. I think of when I'm like too high, you know, yeah. like, but being like, yeah. but that's real, you know? Yeah. Like when yeah. you get a little bit of acid, that's when you think about that type of stuff. Yeah. You're like, what if you didn't like, you don't want it to happen, but you have to die anyway. I mean, it just doesn't seem real. And then they're telling you to like, Oh no, no, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think this is also a good indication that for anybody who thinks like this shit is going away after Trump or that like Trump Trumpism is a like small, simple, like, you know, he just figured some hack out. Uh, these people are like willing to die for this shit. Like, yeah, stupid. I mean, that's just like how deep the like American propaganda machine goes. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah. just like they didn't just start being susceptible to things like that because Trump right. got elected, you know, that's right. got elected because they were susceptible to beliefs like that. That's you know, right. 
And it's yeah. based on such a fucking strong foundation of misinformation where you're just like, okay, you just don't even like have a foundation of knowledge to say like, this is the reality that I'm seeing right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, like, it's all like the reality is completely derived off of like cues they get from the TV or their Facebook feed. Like that's where they like, there's no thinking happening inside. It's like, okay, what are they saying today? Okay. That's what's real. Because so many times I was watching a lot of clips too and like live streams from the MAGA rally in DC and hearing people even try and actually explain what's happening. Like there wasn't a single person who could articulate what they were pushing back against, what their risks were for them personally that was motivating them in the first place. Mm -hmm. And it was all just boilerplate like Fox News talking points of like, I love the Constitution and Joe Biden is against it. And they're like, well, what do you mean? It's like, Oh, well, you know, we're not going to have freedom. And it's like, what does, but go, like, but what about for you personally? I mean, this is just, it's just the wrong direction. I don't, yeah, and nope. Trump's good for us. Yeah. And they're like, women are like, well, what happened? Like for women, what is, is there's anything specific? I mean, look what he did for the, this, how many ceilings he broke in his cabinet with women. And they're like, what do you mean? It's he like, well, they threw women through of, the ceiling. Yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> even then, like the concept of like the glass ceiling wasn't even, it was a thing that they heard but hadn't fully like lived or experienced or understood to be able to say like that is actually why I'm it resonates with me yeah. it's sort of like I don't know yeah. man I'm just taking what I'm just regurgitating what I'm hearing and that's become my belief system yeah yeah uh, one of the best clips I saw in the past couple of days is a dude like explaining is only tangentially connected but explaining like the causes of the civil war and he was like yeah this slavery was only one of the causes you know there were several causes mm-hmm. and the guy's like okay well name three He's like, well, I, I'm not a historian. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know then, that clip, right? Yeah. And he's then like he's a clan like, member well, or something. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's about tyranny. And uh, and he's like, what is tyranny? Tyranny is when, you know, you, uh, you, you take away somebody's liberties too much. And he's, oh, you mean like slavery? Slavery. <laughs> right. He's just you mean, speechless. Yeah. Like that's hard. But yeah. yeah it, but again, that's what. And that's what's unfortunate is that these people are able to hear these messages. They resonate for whatever reason, and then they just move forward with that. And it's the same way too. Like even with the cur- like the patterns in voting, Trump was thriving in the places that were economically dying. Like, yeah. And again, and that makes total sense because for like for all the times people would be like, well, I don't understand how Republicans can just vote against their own interests. It's not that they're voting against their own interests. They've just been hypnotized into believing that the state they're in is due to these completely bullshit reasons that have nothing yeah. to do with why that's the situation. They're on and, the diet yeah. of like xenophobia and racism rather than like understanding economics and yeah. and the greed that exists within you know the corporate class. And they yeah. have this belief that voting against their interests now is not going to be the case in a few years because they're eventually going to be a millionaire or billionaire. And so they right. do have to worry about Joe Biden's tax plan or whatever, when in reality they have the fucking, uh, yeah, you know, there, there was a, there was that one meme. I don't know if you saw, it was like, it looked like a college dorm room that was just inundated with like soda, beer cans, pizza boxes, and like video game remotes. And like the guy's like playing games. He's like, yeah, I'm just worried about Biden's tax plan, man. That's the only (laughs) thing for me. And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, that's, this looks about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kai choice, uh, on Twitter had one of these, uh, posted one of those like, and, uh, Amazon just like shitty tables. The, mm-hmm. the one you just like screw together. She was like, yeah, if you got this table in your living room, you don't got to worry about Biden's tax plan. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> there, there are a lot of memes like that. It's like, if your walls look like this and it was yeah. like vertical wood paneling from like the, yeah. the 80s and 70s, it's like, you ain't got to worry about the tax plan. Yeah. Man, I wish Biden was as far to the left as those people are worried that he is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they think it's the style, second coming you know, of who my, knows. My right. favorite thing about uh about this whole election process is like ev- at every turn, the Republican talking point is basically like, hey, that dude's a good person. And then the Democrats like, no, 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 I am absolutely not. I am not. I, <laughs> right, I, stay, right, right. I am for fracking. I am not a socialist. I am. Right. <laughs> right. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Like. Yeah. Fuck the earth. I'm here to fuck the earth just no, like y'all I'm, guys. I'm, I'm all in on earth fucking. I'll blow it up right the fuck now. No, you want to frack right <laughs> Try now? Me. Try me. <laughs> I'm actually, we just changed our uh, campaign. Biden Harris, frack around and find out. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll displace an in, uh, indigenous person right now. Try me. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. 
for these votes in small pockets of the country. Yeah, it was really something. One of yeah. the people Biden, the Biden campaign has announced as part of their transition team was somebody who uh, had vocally supported separation of... Uh, well, had to defend it legally in court. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Legally, sorry. Legally and vocally. Uh, yeah. Cecilia Munoz. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, John Ossoff, the dude who's running in the runoff in uh, Georgia for Senate, <laughs> did an interview where he just rattled off a bunch of points where he's like, no, I don't support Medicare for all. No, I don't support free college or whatever and all these things. I'm just like... Yeah, like, but you just good. did. It's like not good, You were bro. doing that over the... Yeah, mm-hmm. bro, come on. But again, it's uh, but that shows you too. I don't. Who knows what you know? What kind of leash pulling is happening at the DNC to be like? You want me to? We can cut this money off from over here. We'll yeah, if you right. want. But also, they need to like Democrats need to put asses in the seats. So you should just be like, okay, what worked in Georgia? Let's listen to the fucking people on the ground that did it with barely little money, rather yeah. than the Bloomberg's of the world that farted away a hundred million and mm-hmm. all for what. All that right. spending in Florida, and you completely miss missed the fucking what the actual activity was on the ground. I think Bloomberg was just trying to buy his way onto SNL. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, could I you imagine really like, how bad? I, yeah, he's just like I really just love Fred Armisen's work. You know, I think he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he's show. the ideal person to portray me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll drop a hundred mil to, to get it done. I'll do it. I'll buy the show. I'll don't don't test me. I'll buy NBC. <laughs> yeah. If I yeah, but but I'll do it incredibly indirectly in a way that doesn't make sense <laughs> right at all. I'll do yeah. it the most roundabout way. Yeah, and it's not clear what my intent is at all with it. <laughs> Just going back to the the out of control spread of COVID nineteen, like it is a situation where so the the curve is basically the same across America, right? It's just that it's like slightly lower, uh, like the. Biden counties are below the Trump counties, but they they have the same. They're drawing the same picture Directing, essentially. Direction, yeah. yeah, same. Directionally, they're the same. Um, and people in Germany uh, are beyond contact tracing. Like basically, they they're saying that over fifty percent uh, of the new cases in these countries, including the United States, Germany, France, uh, the UK, don't know Spain, don't know where these new cases are coming from like whereas in asian countries that like did contact tracing from the beginning uh they are still able to figure out okay you got it from this person and like kind of keep a like map it out a little bit whereas in the united states it's just like we're flying blind essentially and i think it has to do with the individualism to death we're individualisming ourselves to death Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. just can't think like that yeah you know what when we tried to do contact tracing i think it was we did a maximum of like four contacts and in korea i think it was uh 10 contacts so they're yeah. you know they're able to understand i think just like conceive of uh people as part of a collective you know. As part of a planet, a country, yes. if you will, yeah. that yeah. you are a nation mm-hmm. in which you want to look out for your mm-hmm. people and citizens. Is what the White House says to <laughs> yes. the fucking rest of this country. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of ah, 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 Trump conceded. Wait, no, he didn't. Uh, there, yeah. He had a tweet. <sighs> Damn it. Over the weekend where he was like, Biden won because the election was rigged. No vote watchers or observers allowed. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's blah. like, wait, he Fake won fact. because? <laughs> okay, so, so wait, you say he won. <laughs> okay, so, so he won. Wait a second. Uh, Three seconds later. Yeah. He tweets, he only won in the eyes of the fake news media. I can see nothing. We have a long way to go. This was a rigged election. It's like someone being like, yo, did you? It feels like someone texted him. Like, not that this happened, but the kind of shit is like he tweeted that. And someone goes, yo, did you concede, bro? Right. He's like, nah, what no. the fuck are you talking about? Like, yo, your no. tweet looked like you conceded, bro. I'm not going to lie. This just looks no, like some no, straight I concession see stand I, shit. I, I, can right see, I concede nothing. Right. Yeah. I've conceded nothing. Yeah. No. He's like, they do. I believe in nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, am so. a, I am a nihilist. I believe in nothing. Yeah. Like, really, what <laughs> it feels like. I concede nothing. Okay, I get it. I get it. Uh, so yeah, that was a, an interesting back and forth. Meanwhile, then he's just tweeting, firing off all kinds of just chock full of 
bullshit tweets about the election and the results, as you would believe he would, and all that during the uh, Million MAGA march. Yeah. Which, uh, they, they, they were, you know, unfortunately, well, I'm just saying in D.C., they were only able to conjure about 10,000 people up uh, to, to show up for this thing. And, you know, it I mean, it was, however, there were violent clashes between these people uh, and, you know, counter protesters. But they had so much police protection. Some of these clips I was watching, I thought I was looking at a like city sanctioned parade through the city. Yeah. Like rather than some kind of protest, it felt like there were police like on the perimeter and be like, yep, just don't, you know, keep waving your Confederate flags in the streets. No problem here. Traffic. Yeah. 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 I wish I remembered who said this, but somebody was like, "What?" Uh, when people ask where the police when the KKK shows up, he's like, "Where the fuck is Peter Parker when uh, Spider Man shows yeah, up?" Exactly, <laughs> like the same dude. Uh, wow, exactly. I mean, that's pretty good. All oh, there is man. is this hologram police officer. Yeah. This other thing is like they the other screams that are going on is all like "fuck Fox News," we're done with Fox. The big thing where there are people being like Joe Biden. We reject Joe Biden. He's not mm-hmm. our president. We will do whatever we have to. And people are like, it's funny. Like, even when this dude is screaming till his like jugulars blowing out his neck, like, even the people around him are like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and he's like, we got to take our country back. Uh-huh, this yep, is on yep, Fox yep, News. Yep. This is just like random, you know, on Twitter, looking at people do live feeds, other oh, journalists okay. just capturing clips of like the, you know, pockets of activity throughout the Million MAGA March. But it's just interesting because like it really is this energy of i granted there were many democrats who were like not my president or whatever but not in the sense that it was like i'm i'm rebelling against the the country like because it's not like those aren't the exact stakes for people but these people are like acting like joe biden is not my new dad and he never (laughs) will be so don't ask me to call him dad and it's just like, yo, what what do we do with that energy? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, because yeah. in one way, if it were the stepchild or parent situation, you'd be like, okay, I'm not your dad. Okay, so then you're gonna you're gonna start paying these bills. You're gonna go to work. Uh, you're mm-hmm. gonna have to start cooking and cleaning. Like, I don't know if there's a way to stepdad uh, these MAGA people, but it th- that energy is definitely there of yeah. just like with their body being like, uh, uh-uh, uh, he's not <laughs> the president. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm not the, I'm not the president. Okay, Alba, you gotta, you gotta order these drone strikes. Uh, you gotta, <laughs> right. you oh, gotta. So uh, who's gonna do these war crimes? Yeah, who's gonna, <laughs> who's, gonna install, who's, gonna, who's, who's gonna install, who's gonna, who's gonna, who's gonna install a neoliberal uh, despot in the global south? Huh? You? Right. You? <laughs> you? Because oh, it's you not gonna be me if I'm not the president. Huh? Uh, okay. Okay. All right. I bet you, I bet I you don't even, you couldn't even point to Yemen on a map. That's what I. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Point to the oil rich nations on the on the map, huh? Exactly. You don't even know where the emerging nations are, you loser. Yo. Get out of here. Go to your room, clean it up. All right. Let's take a quick okay, break and bit. we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, great bit, A plus, and we're going to break. And we're back. And uh, before we move on from the Trump administration's response to to the election, uh, we want to check in with with their legal cases because you oh, know boy. this is the the fate of the country hangs in the balance. Uh, stop are the, they going to the be steal. able to? Are they going to be able going. to stop that steal? It's um, so. I mean, they dude, They took some fucking ass kickings in the court. Uh, over the last few days, like where, like to the point where the judge is like, "Bro, you're wasting my time with this shit." Uh, and you know, on Sunday, on the Sunday shows, every like, uh, like I believe every Republican senator declined to go on meet the press. Like they, no one wanted to talk to anyone about anything. So then Fox News kind of became this like weird graveyard. And they, what they did was at a certain point, um, Sidney Powell, who is on the legal team for Trump's, you know. A, st- a steel stopping squad uh, came on to talk to Maria Bartiromo. And mm-hmm. just so you know, prior to this, uh, over the weekend, Trump was like, I now proclaim Rudy Giuliani spearhead of all of my legal efforts. And we're like, thank God he followed his worst instincts on this and hired right. this horny old goblin who doesn't know how to wear AirPods. So <laughs> this uh, moment, we have Sidney Powell coming on, Maria Bartiromo. She's trying, you know, like she's definitely all in to try and help the president. But even 
throwing underhanders to his legal team like they can't fucking articulate a single thing like not even anything that resembles a legal argument so this is Sidney powell with some real low energy scamming about how the president actually has millions of votes that need to be counted because we're fixing to overturn the results of the election in multiple states and president trump won by not just hundreds of thousands of votes but by millions of votes that were shifted by this software that was designed expressly for that purpose so they're talking about the dominion voting machines which right. is we the new about thing the, the last week right uh-huh. yeah because it wasn't the other things it wasn't the poll watchers they're like hot potato like jumping from right. rock to rock like no it's actually about this now no okay that one didn't work now it's about this so Bartiromo actually follows up because, you know, like anything, she's like, okay, great. Like, great. You, so yeah. millions of votes. How do we do this? Like, put us on. Put me on. Get, uh-huh. get the people. Give, give us a taste. Drop the mixtape. We have so much evidence. I feel like it's coming in through a fire hose. Wow. So, Sydney, uh, <laughs> y- you feel that you will be able to prove this. Do you have the software in your possession? Do you have the hardware in your possession? How will you prove this, Sydney? Well, I've got lots of ways to prove it, Maria, but I'm not going to tell on national TV what all we have. I just can't do that. Okay, but you have a very time for us. Sm- <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> okay. That feels like when you ask a kid, like, who who broke the vase, and they're like, no, I'm not, uh, uh, it was, it was, you know, because you told me not to. Oh, you got oh you got a girlfriend who goes to San Diego State University. You in eighth grade. How you got a girlfriend who goes to college? (laughs) Prove it. Uh, I have to prove it to you. I have to prove it. Yeah, I got to prove it. You know, yeah, yeah. No, I just that's my cousin. You think I'm a? I'm I'm not gonna flex in front of everybody like like that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Flex like that. That's that's in poor taste. I'm not gonna dunk on the nation on Fox News right now. But yeah, it really is. Even everything, like, it's like, we've got it in a fire hose and uh, millions of, like, even they're just exhausted. Oh, so so yeah. much evidence coming in. It's uh, like a It's fire not going to happen hose. the legal route. Any fuckery is going to have to happen some other way. What if I just watched, walked on stage uh, at a show and was just like, yeah, bro, I got so many fucking jokes you don't even know. <laughs> hey, watch out laughing. I got, so, look, I'm not going to do them all right now because I, I don't want to, like, blow the whole thing. But, like, right. I got... Oh, I got jokes right. for days. You don't special. even understand. Right, right. Yeah, right. like gotta save it for the special. Oh, what I'm the just fuck, man? I paid twenty five bucks to see you, man. Tell a joke. The fuck is this? Yo, I gotta. You know, I, it's gonna go on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix later. What? But like, right? I can't do it all right now. I can't do it all right now. I've been like, you know, you know what I'm saying. I just been writing so much. I got so many thoughts in my right. head. It's like it's coming out of a fire hose. I can, t- <laughs> I can tell you what a couple of the jokes are about, but I can't tell you the actual jokes right here on right. It's actually okay, more you're like not a comedian. Yeah, it's actually more like she, she, you're you're on Netflix doing your special that yeah. is on national TV, and you're like, I can't Yo, I can't waste these jokes on national TV on Netflix. <laughs> what if HBO calls? To do this? Yeah. What if HBO calls? Huh? What if? I won't do it right. on HBO either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But believe these jokes are top rate. A1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. and the, the Stop the Steal, did they stop the steal? Do we know? Uh, the, uh, the people no, who showed they up? Didn't. Okay. They did not. Trump did drive by them uh, at one point on his way to go golfing, and it was interesting to hear the the people's uh, response to that, where they were just like, "He drove by." There was like a an eyewitness, uh, like journalist account of like somebody who was just like hunched down, like rocking back and forth, being like, "He was right there. I if saw him with my own a- eyes." If he passes away before twenty twenty four, though mental gymnastics these people are going to do i can't even imagine what like there's no way on earth where there's not some conspiracy tied to what however he physically expires whether through old age or anything it's like no man you see the doctor that was working on him went to this school and his professor was this guy who actually knows van jones and blah 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 it's like oh (laughs) yeah in reality he just leaned too far forward yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> Those lifts were a little too much on the back. 
Yeah, he, di- <laughs> he died looking like Michael Jackson in the Smooth Criminal video. He, <laughs> right. Got his, got his heels hooked in, yeah, a, okay. his heels right, hooked in a fucking okay. floorboard and just fell over. Yeah, right. Yeah, he does not look stable on his feet. All right, let's talk about what this lockdown is doing to our brains. Uh, Miles, you brought a article from the BBC about a kind of a study or I don't know. Were, were they just, using... Well, Science or speculation? Well, they are using science and then just what neuro neuroscientists just know to be true about how our brains work. Yeah. Like, and and a lot of people, like experts themselves experiencing it too. Um, I've noticed like older family. Yeah. Yeah. Like my grandfather, he's 93 and he, he used to go to like his church social group and do shit like that. But it's all old people that he hangs out with. So that that's gone now. And he's like less talkative. I mean, it's, it's very pronounced. They say in like, especially like convalescent homes and uh, like, you know, old folks homes uh, for lack of a better term. And so they're saying, you know, the lack of socializing and isolation is definitely a contributing factor to how like our memories are even being formed and stored. So, yeah. you know, the isolation part, I think most people can figure out because yeah, like we're just, we've completely changed the rhythm of our days but there you know a lot of things is like it's these smaller conversations where if we don't feel you know like any kind of talk you have by the refrigerator a water cooler by the elevator walking in somewhere walking out somewhere like we're always just like talking like we always just have something to tell like talk about we can talk about what we did last night what we're doing this weekend what even some dumb shit you talked about your friend with on the phone and that repetition of stories, apparently, they're saying that helps to actually keep our memories sort of consolidated and organized within our minds. So, like we, they call them episodic memories. So, right. if we don't, if we're missing on that socializing aspect, it's it those things don't crystallize in the same way they do. And like, oh, I'm I'm telling my weekend story three times today, you know, and like you, it's yeah. like you know that 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 momentum helps uh, build our memories. And then when we do get the chance to chat, they're saying like because we are isolated and we aren't having we're not doing as much as we normally do we also have fewer stories to tell when we see each other like it's right. kind of like right. we're almost like yeah how's it been like i don't like everyone's kind of in the same thing where we we look at the same we sit in the same place look at the same screen do the same thing and they're because of like this sort of cycle of very little change it slowly works its way into, you know, affecting our ability to form and, and recall memories. Cause even like as something as simple as people feel like, holy shit, like normally I can remember my fucking teachers from kindergarten on. I can tell you every single fucking teacher I had. And it's like the other day it took me 15 minutes to remember who this teacher was or whatever. And yeah. that's all part of just kind of like, we're not fully using all of those faculties as much as we can be as a result of this lockdown. Yeah, I was yeah. I was saying uh, I think early on, like I, I had the same feeling as when I would always park in the same parking garage, and like after it was like six months of parking in the same parking garage because like all those memories just like kind of collapsed on each other. I could never remember where the fuck my car was because it was just all like one endless expanse of memories of that parking garage. I feel like. Same deal with now just like being at home, constantly working, recording from home. You just don't have the those events that get your heart rate up a little bit where you like, mm-hmm. you know, go somewhere, drive to work, get mad at the person who cut you off, right? Uh, go to work, tell people about the person who cut you off, you know, yeah. just dumb shit that we take for granted that is like what, you know, our, our brain is meant to have that social interaction. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just, loving the hell out of not having to, you know, because I have social anxiety, not having to be anxious around people all the time. But I don't think it overall it's good for my health and for my yeah. mental health. Yeah, that anxiety is good long term. Yeah. I also feel like I feel like this past week has been like the first maybe like one of two times I've left New York and definitely the only time I've left my home for an extended period. And I feel like it's the most and granted it was last week. But I feel like it's just the most vivid string of memories that I've had in yeah. the past six months, probably. Well, yeah, because that's what it is when we're just isolated, and we've especially for people who work from home, you just we don't have these cues that we normally have, like even yeah. commuting, right? Like you use your hippocampus to like navigate the earth to get home to your destination, and yeah. when you don't do that, that we're starting to like 
we're using that less. And then also like everyone's on the same, we sit in the same chair, looking at the same zoom meetings, talking to the same people. Like that also blends around. And like this neuroscientist saying, it's like, it's like playing, it's like you need black keys on a piano or else you don't know where the fuck you're at. If it's all white keys. Yeah. And that's what happens with our, our memories because we're not punctuating things properly. Like, yeah, they're there, but our way to differentiate is completely lost because we don't navigate like the roads like we used to. If we do things, it might be the same thing. So a way to get around that is something like as simple as like if you walk your dogs or you go on walks, go a completely fucking different route. Because most of the time we'll walk the same fucking route just yeah. to be like, oh, it's time to do my walk or I'm going to go here. Do Just do shit like that because the more you're putting yourself in different, different space, you're now looking at new shit. You might hear different shit. It's just like these subtle changes too that can help go a long way. And even if you're stuck at home and you really can't go outside, like they say, even just try something completely different. Like if you've never fucked with puzzles, like just fucking tr- like give yourself something to try mm-hmm. too, because the more we can break up the monotony of it, that's just going to help sort of give our, you know, lockdown lifestyles a little more texture that we can, you know, still remember things. Cause if you yeah. said something to me about May, the month of May, I couldn't tell you a fucking thing. No, nope. like, yeah. I don't because we used to be like, oh yeah, because that was two months before the trip that I normally go on, which is in June. Da, 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 da. But because we don't have any of that, it's really important that we we are giving ourselves like enough things to stimulate our minds, even though we're comfortable. That but we still need that flexibility within our brains. Yeah, I started uh, I started skateboarding at 29, and the last thing I remember before that is getting diarrhea in Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much palm oil. Yeah. No, I I I, I ate uh, beach meat. I ate meat oh. meat on the beach. I ate beach meat in Ghana too. I had goat on a skewer. Oh yeah, you had suya. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty that's good. A, that's what I had. That's what I had. Yeah. And and, I, and people were like, "You want to do that?" I'm like, "I don't know. They're eating it. I'm good." Yeah. Did you get sick? No. I, the thing that I got when yeah. I was in Ghana was just the amount of palm oil. Like I wasn't used to palm oil. Oh yeah, being in a lot of food, so that yeah. was I think that was the one thing I had to get used to is the amount of palm oil that's used in cooking and stuff. Yeah, that's been my whole life. I think I just like I hadn't been to uh, Africa uh, since I was sixteen. I went to Nigeria, and I think my body just lost all the en- enzymes or whatever, or maybe it was just <laughs> right, undercooked. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, either way, right? It's always funny telling people I got a stomach virus, and then I say it was in Ghana, and they get so much more concerned. <laughs> like oh god like did you did you have visions oh my too? god did you yeah did, yeah. You, did you like see visions god? yeah no no don't no. our cells in Shut our body lot. like completely swap out like within a period of six years seven seven yeah. that's wild we're just like completely new organisms seven years yeah. on um seven to ten years damn okay yeah I wish I knew when that was happening so I could be a little more on top of it. You're like, yo, man, I'm about to get my whole new cell shit up in about two months, bro. Let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when it's all reset, you're just like, yeah, you're like, trust me, I will get to this project. I just need my shit to reset while my cells need to cycle out. That'll definitely definitely be a spa treatment in the future where you like go and they just like accelerate it. So, like, get all your cells switched out. So, yeah. 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 Let me go re up right quick. Yeah. Oh shit! I like broccoli now. That's wild. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's know, the same. Bro. That's the same time period. They say your your sense of taste like evolves over. It's like every seven to ten years, you. Oh right. You start liking I, different foods. By yeah. twenty, I liked mushrooms. Finally. Yeah. I hated yeah. mushrooms till I was twenty, and that makes sense around if we're going by sevens and tens. And yeah, shit. yeah. Damn, that's wild. I started doing mushrooms when I was like fifteen. <laughs> oh no, the psilocybin. I was fucking with oh. before that. Oh. Yeah. But put that shit on a pizza. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, one thing that I'm probably not going to do, but some people are doing. Uh, the NYPD busted an illegal Fight Club uh, over the weekend. Uh, just a just a warehouse yeah. of people the beating Bronx. the shit out of each other in the Bronx. That's yeah. yeah I think it's just. <laughs> Like, you know, we've talked before about how, like, cuddle parties are something that our society evolved to, like, take the place of, you know, being around people and, you know, just having farm orgies or whatever people used to do that got written out of the uh, history books. But You say farm orgies? I guess. I don't know. I don't know what Sick. what we used to do. Probably, did? probably some farm orgies. Hey, I don't know. Each their um, own, I guess. 
but yeah, like we we have ways of evolving hu- so that we can like get human contact, and like I feel like fighting people might be like one of those things that yeah. people are doing. Just like, oh yeah, I, I don't was in have a fight club. Yeah, you you were in a fight club. I was in a fight club in high school. Yeah, really? Yeah, very briefly. Wow. In what state? Uh, Alabama, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, was in a barn. No, I I went to a uh, very weird high school that was kind of in the middle of nowhere. And so I lived on campus. It was a boarding school. And so, like, I don't remember how it evolved. I think somebody just got a pair of boxing gloves from home and it became a thing where we were just like, we would just like go to the gym like every night for a while and just fucking fight. Oh, just wail on each other? Yeah, we just beat each other's ass. And then, like, um, and then a librarian was there like super late one night and like poked her head into the gym didn't say anything but then the next day they were like hey y'all can't do that (laughs) it's not okay like obviously she's like hey she's like hey let me holler at you you're telegraphing your jab man (laughs) yeah she's like hey you're never gonna make it so just like just quit right now Um, are are you sure you're not a southpaw i was watching you you got a lot of power yeah you got a lot we'll talk about that it seemed like you got a lot of heart but not a lot of technique you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) what a weird comedy that would be you're this kid this boarding school in a fight club and then the librarian is like this this woman boxer tech coach like let me work with you okay i mean she was in the gym start a google doc (laughs) she was in the gym right who knows what she was up to she was yeah right exactly (laughs) yeah she's just training other young prospects yeah, I mean, the, um, so was this, but was this thing going on? Like, was this a pr- product of pandemic, or they just finally caught on to the wild fight club that's been probably going on for a minute? I, I actually don't I, know. I feel like that had to have been going on before. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, but I can see how it would. Oh my god, uh, something straight out of anyone who listens to Bodega Boys knows the culture of the Bronx. This one paragraph right here: New York City Sheriff Joseph Fusito told Gothamist that his deputies first spotted event organizers with boom VIP events, unloading chairs, tables, and velvet rope used for crowd control before they went into the location where people were smoking hookah and drinking alcohol. <laughs> yep. Like, oh my god, there it is. Uh, but I wonder club. too if. Because there's no sports too, it's also like fuck it, man. I'll go to this fight club. Like I just need to see some shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I would absolutely yeah. people besting go to a each other. Club. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to an unsanctioned fight club. Even better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Go check out uh, some smokers. Go see a smoker, yeah. as they say. In in the article I read on it, they definitely like highlighted that it was unsanctioned. And I was like, are there sanctioned fight clubs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess boxing you know, gyms, but yeah, I guess so. But like, yeah. but even then, like you know, like when a fight's like if you're at fighting an unsanctioned fight, out of your like they, you're like, yo, it's a smoker, bro. Like just so you know, not sanctioned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Wait, is smoker a, a term for unsanctioned? An unsanctioned fight. That's the one. That's the one that I've heard around people who do like Muay Thai and boxing around me. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I too was once an aggressive young man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know was... the unsanctioned fight scene totally. That's yeah, it. yeah. But yours, you were, but you caught, you got your stripes in Wheeling, West Virginia. That's so right. It was different. Right. Yeah. So you probably only got involved just because somebody stole like a family trinket or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Like, and you got to, yeah. you know, you got to stay, save Go your Go down to the barn honor. fights and then uh, stick around for the farm orgies. Yeah. The plot of a Tony. It's <laughs> <laughs> fully the plot of a Tony Jaw movie. Right, right. <laughs> Somebody stole your elephant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't fuck around, bro. That oof. I mean, Yo, we that'll do it. Ongbok. Uh, you know, yeah. It's been so fun having you, man. Where can people find you and follow you? Oh, you know, I'm on uh, Instagram at Professor Doye on Twitter at Yadoye Ot. Um, I got a YouTube channel and all that uh, called Beyond the Bot, where I talk about anime. Um, and ooh, I'm kind of doing a lot. Just Instagram and Twitter. Just do that. That's easy enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great follow them. Keep but it simple. What's a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Um, I have. Can I do a, two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This one's by at Blonde Like Goku, and it I. This one, this is one that I showed to someone else, and they hated it. Specifically, uh, Harry Harry Melling, who played um, Dudley in Harry Potter, I showed it to him, and he hated it. The tweet goes, uh, "Call that pussy British the way I'm in it." He was so disappointed in me, and it was uh, it, everybody else on set liked it, but. <laughs> 
Wait, the, the other... you, you you just name dropped the dude who played Neville Longbottom? Uh, no, Dudley, Dudley. Dudley, um, okay. Yeah, yes. And uh, the other one's by uh, Niles Abstin, at Niles100 on Twitter. He, he says, I'll never forget this house party in college where this drunk white girl named Leah that I barely knew grabbed me and asked, Niles, why are all these black people at my birthday party? Um, <laughs> and it ends, it was not her house or her party. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> oh no, that's uh, one level getting fucked up. Yeah, Miles, uh, where can people find you and follow you, and what's a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, let's see. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, one tweet I like is from Lacey Mosley at Diva Lacey. Says my body really be acting shocked every time I don't have a baby every month, and quite frankly, <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> Uh, another one is from Super Producer Anna Hosnier. At Anna Hosnier says, "My new insult is now okay, establishment Democrat." Yeah, <laughs> it's been Love an insult it. for a minute, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Let's let's make that let's make that the new one. Yeah, normalize that. The one. new okay boomer. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. I was enjoying a Twitter thread this weekend where we were just talking about coming to America uh, quotes that still just like pop out of your mouth every once in a while i had yes yes fuck you too the royal penis is clean your highness where's the spoon aha sexual chocolate everyone and then people were responding with ones to me that i was like oh yeah i always say that one too like half of my verbal like half of my inner monologue is just coming to america quotes um apparently the one i always say is Whatever you like. That's my <laughs> probably my favorite one from that. I'll, like, although they're all classics. Yeah, it's See, now real I'm shit hole. Of... You'll love it. <laughs> I always <laughs> said that one. Now I'm picturing the aha dude, but he's also the count. So he's like, aha, And then uh, HK tweeted, who plays Jeffrey Epstein in The Crown? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we write out on Miles. What are we writing out on? This is, uh, I've played some tracks by Elkin and Nelson before, but there's another one I want to play just because we got to keep energy going. It's Tuesday. You got to keep going. It's only 60 and 64 more days until uh, January 20th. But uh, this track is by Elkin and Nelson. They're like these Colombian brothers who I believe moved to Spain or Italy in the 70s. They started making disco in Europe, but they're from Colombia, so they've got this weird vibe. And if you like to sample music, their shit is a fucking treasure trove. Uh, but this track is called Tumbalo, and it's only 29 seconds, but this shit, it's its going for 29 seconds, and it actually leads into another song, but if you want to hear that, you should just download their album or listen to their album called Angeles y Demonios, uh, because its it's got it's got all kinds of fucking hits on it. Nice. All right. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Ballon. 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 Ballon.